Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be needy, insecure men. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who started dating a woman who he really, really was into. Things started off great. They, they had their first date, and that ended up turning into like a whole weekend together. And then things started to go sideways, and then that's kind of when he found my work. So this girl was really into him in the beginning, and then she's like, oh, yeah, call me in a month kind of thing, and then just totally blew him off. Now he's wondering, what the hell do I do? I mean, I, reading this guy's email, it just reminds me of like exactly where I was when I was like 22, 23, 24 years old. And it fucking sucks. And unless guys learn these kinds of things, it's like this is exactly what they experience and what they feel every time they start dating a woman they really like. And when you doubt yourself and you don't know what you're doing and you encounter somebody like this, your natural instinctual reaction is to be the nice guy because you want to make her happy and you figure by doing what she says she wants or going along with her agenda or whatever, she's going to like you even more. But the reality is the exact opposite is what happens. So you can see this guy is doing and saying things by acting needy, weak and desperate that he's turning this woman off who was really into him in the beginning. So I quote that I wrote and then we'll go through his email to see where he went wrong so you can avoid it and not make the same mistakes. The quote says, when people do not feel worthy of the love, attention and affection of their romantic interest, they try to force things in hopes of avoiding what they fear most from happening, rejection. Trying to force or interject yourself or your presence where it has not been invited causes the other person to feel like they are losing their freedom. This leads to predictable and inevitable rejection. Love is about two people sharing their completeness, not completing one another. Two people who love, value, and respect themselves allow the other person to mutually choose them. When that doesn't happen, a happy, secure person, the White Walkers! would rather seek out someone new who does share mutual interest and makes a mutual effort. This guy's communicating all kinds of things with his words, his body language, the tone of his voice, and of course, his actions. Most of them are not good. They're giving him the exact opposite of what he wants. But it's a useful email because again, you can see where he goes sideways. He says, Corey, I recently started on Match.com and I've gone on three first dates with women. The third woman I talk to, I find myself extremely attracted to. He puts in big bold letters and that's part of the problem. You're putting this woman on a pedestal and you're treating her like a celebrity and kissing her ass. If you've ever watched those paparazzi following around those beautiful female celebrities and listen to the shit that they say trying to get them to give them the shot that they want. I don't know if you've listened to any of the Harvey Weinstein tape where that woman wore a wire. It's fucking just pathetic. Just pathetic how this guy fucking begging and trying to and placating, suffocating pussy. It's like, ugh, it's fucking disgusting. And then you can see why women don't respect guys like this and why guys like him resort to using force and intimidation and their position of power to get what they want. 
He says, I had watched some of your videos after losing one other one because I was too needy. I did great at first. I got her on the phone and I set a date the following Saturday. I must have been doing something right because she kept calling during the week and eventually convinced me to move the date up to Friday. Our first date lasted from Friday evening until Sunday morning. So the girl was really into you. She had a high attraction level. I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, her attraction level was easy a 7 or an 8. And that's rare. Those don't happen that often from the get-go. Usually it takes a few weeks to get a woman to go from 5 or 6 where they're kind of like, eh, he's kind of cute. Eh, I guess I'd go out with him. To, oh, I can't, I haven't heard from him. What's he doing? There's just something about him. I can't figure it out. Of course, I started getting all overzealous again. In other words, losing his shit. Because deep down, he doesn't think he really brings much to the table. And therefore, he tries to make up for it by trying to force himself, like I talked about in the quote. Her next days off fell over the weekend, and I basically told her that she should come hang out at my place the whole time with no plan at the time. She had a doctor appointment on Wednesday at a place five hours away and needed someone to drive her. Being the nice guy that I am, I volunteered. So he decided to be her chauffeur. Let's see how that ended for him. Let's see how that worked out for him. Not only was she not feeling well because she had to stop her allergy medication, but I drove her car and was basically forced to follow her lead all day, which put me in the girl role. Women like a man who knows how to lead. She also used her ninja woman talking skills to get all sorts of information from me during the long car ride, i.e. I was an open book and told her everything about my life. So in other words, she knows your whole story and therefore you took away all the mystery because you figured out, get it all out on the table right on the second date, if you will, when she's feeling ill and sick. No bueno. By the time we got back, she no longer wanted to spend the night with me as planned. Nice. You spent, what, five five hour trip? So you probably spent at least 10 hours in the car. 10 hours in the car and you get blue balls and sleeping alone with your body pillow for your troubles. I couldn't help but to continue pushing and being needy. In other words, I continued to lose my shit and look weak and turn her off even more. She went from seeing me over the weekend to canceling all weekend. I texted one more time for a date over the weekend, something different. She called me up and told me that she didn't want to see me for a month and totally blew me off. After you spent 10 hours driving a fucking bitch around in the car. So nice of her. So nice. That's fun. It's good times, man. Good memories. That was Friday. I bought your book and read most of it this weekend. I realized what I did wrong and how bad I blew it. I spent the weekend working on myself. Well, it takes more than just a few hours reading a book and saying, I got it now. That's why I say 10 to 15 times. Remember, each time you read something or you hear it or you watch it, you're only going to retain about 8 to 10% of it. You are a genius because I get a what are you up to text Monday afternoon. So after a couple of banner texts, I get her on the phone and after some talking, I managed to ask her on another date for Saturday. She said yes, but I tried to qualify it with the whole I need to prepare my kids thing. 
oh, well, my response to that would be, oh, well, it doesn't sound like you're sure whether you're going to be available or not. So if you know you're definitely going to be available, why, why don't you figure out your schedule and we'll make plans for a day that you definitely know we can get together. I get a run. Let me know. I'll talk to you later and leave it at that. That's how you handle that. Because you want a woman that's like, fuck yeah, I'd love to see you. I'd love to go out with you. You don't want a woman that's like, oh, I think i got to do my nails this weekend. I, you know, i got to pick my toenails and get some of that toe jam out. You know, what if I get a babysitter? Eh, I'll give you a call and yeah, maybe you'll come over. In other words, if i got nothing better to do and you're still around, eh, maybe I'll hang out with you. But it's not really my priority. Dude, you spent fucking 10 hours driving this chick around. And this is what you get? Like, I don't think so. If you're not excited that I called, you're not excited at the opportunity to spend time with me, then you're fucking wasting my time. Not at that, you're not going to say that to her, but that's what you want to be thinking. You want, fuck yeah, I'll go out with you. Not like, eh, I'll think about it. Maybe. I took it as a warning not to get too girly and plan out the rest of her month again, and I pushed back some. He says, you suck because I really want to talk to her more. Well, you suck, dude, because you talked her out of it. This woman is best friend material, which is important to me at 49 years old. Now, I'm going nuts waiting for her to call or text me again. You need to get a fucking hobby, dude. Go hang out with your guy friends. Go get some other women to date. She's just one chick. And you spend... We had what one day you spent three days with her, and then you drove around, and she's already blowing you off like you're fucking nothing. And yet you're still putting her. You know, it's like like the celebrity. She throws dog shit at you, and you're covering it, and you're like, "Oh, hey, it's all right. It'll wash off, no problem." But hey, let's go hang out some more. When somebody treats you properly they get the gift of the greatest gift you can get at anybody, which is the gift of your time. When they treat you like there's something wrong with you and they got better things to do, they get the gift of missing you. He says, I can't stop about thinking about just picking up the phone and texting or calling her. Well, how well has that good has that worked out for you so far, pal? Not too good. Isn't there anything I can do to talk with her but still make her believe I am in my masculine? Dude, you're not in your masculine. That's the whole fucking problem. So calling her to try to convince her that you're in your masculine, that is placating, pussy-like, weak, beta male behavior. A man who values himself and respects himself is going to say, I'm not going to waste a second of my fucking life with a woman, especially when I fucking spent 10 hours driving her around in her car to her doctor's appointment, who can't seem to make the time or it's really difficult and troubling to make a babysitter. The reality is if she really likes you and she really wants to see you, she's gonna clear her fucking schedule for you. And if she's not willing to do that, then you shouldn't be willing to do that for her. Dating is like a game of tennis. You gotta make sure the other person participates and hits the ball back over the net. An alpha male doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. As a matter of fact, it's demeaning to himself to be thinking in a way like you are. Like, I got to get her to believe I'm in my masculine. It's like, like, she's not excited to hang out with me. Why would I want to hang out with somebody that's not excited about it? It's not jumping at the opportunity to spend time with me. 
I'm going to keep looking because I know eventually I'm going to find somebody that really is going to value and appreciate what I bring to the table because she's not. And therefore, I'm going to let her wonder what the hell happened to me. Did he meet some other woman? Did I lose him to another girl? What's going on? Is he fucking somebody else? That's what you want her to be thinking. She hasn't done anything to earn any more of your time. And you're like jumping through your butt to present her with another opportunity to disrespect you and treat you like fucking dog shit again. It's like, come on, dude. Have some fucking self-respect. You don't get what you deserve in life. You only get what you negotiate. And you're negotiating like a guy who has nothing to offer. And therefore, that's why she doesn't want to hang out with you. Because you're acting like you don't have anything to offer. So if you did have something to offer, you you would for, you'd delete a number. Like, you'd be like, I'm not calling that fucking girl again. If she calls me, like, who's this? Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got a new phone. I haven't transferred all the phone numbers over yet. Oh, there was a glitch in my phone. I don't know what happened. I didn't know it was you. Sorry. You should definitely review Seven Principles to get an X back. And you should definitely be reading the book. And you should also definitely be going out with other women. Remember, women can men and women both, we can hide who we really are for about the first 90 days of a courtship. You don't know what you don't know about this girl yet. And you've already kind of decided in your mind that where you're going to get married and how many kids you're going to have and how great it's going to be and who you're going to, who's going to be the best man at your wedding. And it's like, and this girl can't even fucking get a babysitter? Come on. Have some self-respect, dude. You deserve better than that. But you, the only way you're going to get better treatment is if you start acting like you deserve it. Because right now, you're acting like you just want to be treated like a doormat more and more. If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. And if you're happy with that, then by all means, call her up, blow up her phone, beg her to spend more time with you and see how that makes you feel. Otherwise, on to the next. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.